570. In L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, hour one, we did Dodgers. Talked about Kenley Jansen's performance. And uh, if booing the poor guy was appropriate. Most people said it was kind of tacky to do it. Yeah, were you shocked about that? We didn't get more people say, oh, I'm a fan. I pay my money. Let's do I can do whatever I want to do. I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, most people were like, eh, disrespectful. Yeah. A little bit. We'll get more to that. David Vassay will join us coming up later on. Now from The Athletic, let's bring on Jovan Buha. Jovan, how are you today? I'm doing well, guys. How are you doing? Good. All right. We're going to switch over and talk some Lakers now. Uh, Yesterday, we touched on Chris Paul. And uh, is it a possibility? All right. Now let's go to Russell Westbrook. What do you think? Is there a possibility the Lakers could make a run at Russell Westbrook? Uh, Yes, but I think the, the... It's it's possible. Anything is possible, as, as Kevin Garnett said, right? But um, I don't think it's likely or, or, or you know going to happen. I just think, especially with the rumored package uh, that was out there of Dennis Schroeder, uh, Kyle Kuzma, and Taylor Horton Tucker, uh, two of those guys are free agents, and that would entail both of them uh, in Dennis and Taylor agreeing to go to Washington, which. I, I don't see happening, and especially with that being a rebuilding situation. Um, I mean, maybe Talon's interested as, as, you know, it could be a bigger role for him, and depending on how much money they're willing to give him. Uh, but I just, I think the, the actual uh, dynamics that would have to go into making a deal like that happen um, are, are too tricky to me. Now, maybe it's something like Talon, uh, Kyle Kuzma, and Montrez Harrell, who, who opts, in, um, you know, he has the player option. Maybe he opts in, and, and that's how they end up getting that done. But I just, I personally also don't see the fit with Russell Westbrook and, and this Lakers team. Um, I do know they're looking for more scoring, more playmaking. And, you know, I, I think he fits the bill in that regard. But he is not a three-point shooter. And one of the things we saw last year was, um, or, you know, last season, what rather, was uh, Phoenix was packed to paint against LeBron and AD and was just like, okay, you know, Dennis, take your threes. Um, Alex Caruso, take your threes. Kyle Kuzma, take your threes. And you guys aren't good enough shooters to, to beat us and make us pay. And I think that's kind of going to be the strategy against the Lakers moving forward until they add better shooting. And Russell Westbrook, for, for all he can do, uh, arguably the weakest point, you know, part of his game is his three-point shooting. He's a career 30.5% three-point shooter. Um, so I think we, we've seen it hurt his teams in the playoffs. You know, teams go under him in the pick and roll. They kind of ignore him off the ball, and and I think that would really cramp up the Lakers' offense. So um, for multiple reasons, I think it's possible, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, even possible, but I, I, you take all the money out of it and see if they can make it make it work with the trades and all those things. At the end of the day, like you just said, it doesn't fit for me. Westbrook doesn't fit with the Lakers for me. And that being said, who who out there that the Lakers can go get do you think would be a good fit? Well, I think I think Chris Paul and Kyle Lowry, if possible. I mean, if I'm the Lakers, I'm revisiting those trade talks 
uh, with, with Kyle Lowry and the Toronto Raptors and looking, you know, I think in retrospect, had they done that deal, they would have been in a better position against the Phoenix Suns in the first round, even with Anthony Davis out from game four uh, and on. So I think those two names, if they could add either one of them as the third guy, I think immediately re-elevates the Lakers into um, you know, either the co-favorite or the favorite uh, alongside Brooklyn. Uh, and then they might be there anyway, but uh, I think you know they, they do need that kind of third playmaker, uh, I think an upgrade over Dennis. So those are the two names I'd look at. Really looking at the rest of free agency, there isn't another high-level guy out there. So I think it comes down to if you can't get one of those guys, can you maybe pass on Dennis, get someone cheaper who can do some of what he can do, and then spend that money on a different position? And Lakers don't have a lot of money to spend, but they, they are going to have that taxpayer mid-level exception around $5.66 million. Um, so, it, you know, maybe you, you invest that in a different position, get a vet minimum guy, and start that guy or Alex Caruso, um, you know, assuming you resign him. So I think there, there are multiple paths that they can take to revamping this roster. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do, but they don't have a lot of money to, to, to kind of do things. So it's really going to come down to can they pull off a trade and, and how much are they willing to give up? You know, you, you talk about Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul. Uh, Johan, I, I made this uh, comment yesterday. Tell me if you agree or disagree. My concern with a guy like that, either one of them, their age. If you can get them for two years, great. If you're going to sign these guys and, and they have more than two years left on their deal, I think you hit diminishing returns. I don't like that. I think for the Lakers, it's win now. you got to go right now. If they can win next year, great. If they don't win next year, everybody over a certain age is going to start to age out. So I'm not so sure those two guys long-term are the answer. I think they're the answer short-term. Are either one of them going to come here and play a year or two? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's, a good, that's a good pushback. I would just say that I think to your point about it being win now, I mean, they, they do have to do everything they can to win now. And I think that's where you look at that Kyle Lowry trade, and it was a very win-now move of, you know, you're, you're losing Dennis, who could be your starting point guard, theoretically, for, you know, the, the next half decade or so. You're losing Talon, who could eventually be a starter. Uh, you know, Jared D- Dudley told me earlier in the season he felt Talon, you know, should be the starting shooting guard uh, as, as early as next season. Um, so you, you were losing two long-term pieces, but you were getting clearly a, a better player in Kyle Lowry. And, and, you know, I thought it was funny that he reminded the Lakers of that when he had, like, that 39-point game. <laughs> Uh, against them and, and beat them in March. Um, so I, I think it, it is tricky with, with Chris and Kyle because both of those guys are going to want three-year deals, and they're probably going to get three-year deals. That's probably going to be the price you have to pay to, to signing them into their late 30s. But, you know, the Lakers have you – know, the Lakers window really is the next two years. You know, I, I think next year for sure, but, but even looking at, like, the season after. But after that, I don't know how you can really look at, you know, a, a guy in LeBron being 38, 39 – um, you know, and some of the role players aging, like, I think they have to win over the next couple of years. So you do everything you can to win a title for, for next year, the season after you win the title, then, then you've done your job. And then you're going to have to kind of rebuild anyway around AD because you don't have any of your picks. So uh, I think for them, it's, it's really got to be worrying about the future in the future. And now it's got to be all about next season and the season after. I think you originally had this story about Dennis Schroeder. Uh, yeah coming up and saying, no, that's not going to work for me. I'm not ready to sign. I don't want this deal right now. 
What did that do? What do you mean, the $84 million deal? Yeah. Had he said no? <laughs> no. No. You know what? Don't insult me. Don't insult me. That, that's not, that's not going to work. What did that do uh, for his stock with the front office by him turning that down? I, I don't think it helps, right? <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that is, for, from Dennis's side, going to be something that he ultimately regrets. I think that if you look at his play from that point on, um, and I, I know part of it was, uh, you know, being in, in the COVID safety protocols a second time and, and dealing with COVID and, and uh, you know, having to miss some time right before the playoffs. But he wasn't really the, the, the same player that last month or so, um, you know, did not step up as the third best player in the playoffs or, or even the second best once AD went down. So if I'm looking at the, the current free agent market with, with who has money and what teams would potentially be interested in Dennis, I don't see another team currently that is going to give him $20 million a year. Like to, to me, um, you know, I recently wrote about this a few weeks ago. Uh, the, the list of guys that, that are point guards making uh, 20 plus million dollars a year, it's 13 guys and 11 of them have been all-stars within the past two seasons. Dennis Schroeder is not an all-star and he's not going to be an all-star uh, barring a, a big jump in his game. So, you know, that is all-star money that he is asking for and that he turned down. And, and I think it's going to be something he ultimately regrets. To, to me, he's more of a 15 to $17 million guy. He's more of a low-end starter, high-end backup, uh, you know, like a potentially a six-man candidate, which he was for OKC a couple years ago. Um, so I think whatever he ends up getting this offseason, I would be shocked at this point if it is more than that 484 because I just don't see the market for him. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's back with the Lakers for actually less money, ultimately, um, if they decide to resign him. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So all that being said, do you see him back with the Lakers? I mean, all of the talk, to me, just the bad blood, the way he played in the playoffs, it, it's hard for me to see him back with the Lakers, but that may be the only scenario for him and also may be the scenario for the Lakers. Yeah, I think he's back at the right price. Um, I, I, you know, I, and I know the Lakers pride themselves on loyalty, and we, we've seen it through the years where they're sometimes willing to overpay to keep their players and to keep their players happy and, and to show, you know, uh, the players around the league we are a franchise that is loyal. You know, if you, you know, if, if we like you and we want to keep you, we're willing to overpay, even if it hurts us in the luxury tax or, or whatever. So, I do think there is a path for him returning. But, again, I think it's going to have to be at a lower rate. I don't see him getting that 100 to $120 million that, that he, uh, you know, the, the German coach recently came out and said that he was looking for, um, and that's why he's not playing in the Olympics. So um, I think for, for Dennis, it, it's really just coming down to, you know, can you find a, a better offer than, you know, if, I, if I'm the Lakers, I'm like, here's four years, $60 million. We'll, we'll give you $15 million a year. If you find a better offer, we'll consider matching it. If not, you know, this is our final offer, and I don't think he's really going to find a, a much better offer than that. I don't think he's viewed around the league as a, you know, high-end or even average starting point guard. So um, I think, you know, it's going to be a challenge for him to get that. But I think the Lakers have to kind of look at this with, you know, with Dennis, with Andre Drummond, with Montrez Harrell potentially being a free agent. Uh, some of these guys with either their comments in the media or, or their social media activity, you know, Drummond and, and Montrez Harrell have been active liking stuff on Twitter about guys saying, why don't you guys play more? Vogel should have played you more. Vogel doesn't know what he's doing. Like, 
they've been liking those tweets and uh, you know posting stuff on their Instagram story. And it's like, if I'm the Lakers, I'm looking at that. I'm like, I don't know if I want these guys back because you know, we saw the year they won the title. It was team first. It was everything about sacrificing. If you know, JaVale McGee's starting one series, the next series he's not even playing. And those guys sacrificed to win the title in the bubble. And I don't think they had the same level of buy-in and sacrifice this past season. All right. Jovan, good job. Appreciate you coming on. You've always got great information. Thanks. Appreciate you guys. All right. Jovan Buha, athletic. He's very plugged in, does a terrific job. Absolutely. He talks to a lot of people. Uh, okay. Now let's get back to the Dodgers, Rodney. Oh, Rodney, with a little lakeside. It is all the way live. I love some lakeside. Bringing back all the 70s hits, Ronnie. Love it. Yeah. Rodney beat Fred Rogan on a throwback Thursday. Fred, he's stirring it up. He's stirring it up with all these trades. I didn't think it was a bad theory. And by you not vehemently disagreeing with it, it now has validity. <laughs> I mean, I shouting it down from the beginning. It, it, Gave it life? Is that what you're saying? Oh, it's 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 breathing. <laughs> it's alive. The home of the Dodgers. With an inside look at the Dodgers, this is the Vasse Report with David Vasse. Brought to you by Navian Tankless Water Heaters. Okay, here comes our buddy David Vasse. Dave, good afternoon to you. Hey, Fred. How are you? I, I'm good, Dave. <laughs> what is that tone? <laughs> What? I mean, it's not a coincidence you called me today, Fred. I'm sure this wasn't Rodney's idea. Well, Dave, we call you because we respect you greatly. Ned Coletti wouldn't pick up today? Uh, and there was that, to be honest. There, yeah, there was that. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Dave, let's start with Kenley getting booed last night. We talked about it in the first hour. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I thought it was uh, a little short-sighted by Dodger fans to boo their all-time saves leader the way that they did after the game last night. I mean, or during the game when he was coming out. Um, I know it was an emotional game, Giants, Dodgers, all that stuff, but I think you have to take into account the body of work of your best closer. And also, not to mention, he's had a very good season. You could say whatever you want about him last year, shortcomings two years ago, no doubt about it. But this year he's put in the work to try to get back to where he was when he was the best closer in baseball a few years ago. Coming into uh, the All-Star break, he had only blown two saves. After the All-Star break, he's blown the first two, which is not ideal, especially since the first uh, two games, in, especially in those opportunities, the Dodgers could have taken a first-place tie with the Giants. But, I mean, I, I just kind of get tired. I'm a little Kenley fatigued every time he blows a save, which has only been four times this year. Everybody all of a sudden is calling for a closer change. And maybe in years past, that was a little bit more of a valid argument. But at this point in time in the season, the Dodgers got bigger problems than Kenley Jansen. Yeah, we, we heard him. We took some calls, Dave. If people want to either poo-poo and boo Kenley Jansen or they want to boo Dave Roberts. I mean, I, I just and, and given where this team is, with all the injuries, with all the changes in lineups and losing, uh, you know, the starting pitching 
that on paper before the season we were all pumped up about, but then look at it now, it's just a, a shadow of what we thought it was going to be. But yet here they are, still you know second best record in baseball, fighting for first place in in, in the West. And and yet, is it an entitlement from Dodger fans to have this? And I said this day as a player, it's not just you're not just booing Kenley Jansen. You're booing from from the other players' perspective. You're booing you're booing a family member too. You you the other guys feel it as well, not just Kenley. So the Justin Turners and Chris Taylors and Max Muncy's who are out there on the field feel it for their teammate when you start booing one of their guys. Yeah, it seems like they're closer, and the manager always seemed to take the brunt of fans' uh, frustrations, no matter what team it is. But great points, Rodney. I think everybody has been spoiled over the course of the last eight years of just how good the Dodgers have been. And, you know, I think everybody has lost sight that the Dodgers are in second place with the second-best record in baseball. It just so happens that the Giants have put together a really good team, and I think I've mentioned this to your partner over there. Yes. At some point, somebody has to start acknowledging the Giants have a good team, and they play baseball as a team, and they have a really good thing going there. First team to 60 wins, best record in baseball. I'm just yeah, waiting Fred. for guys like Fred Rogan to concede right. that. Right, Fred? What? It, I just conceded it last hour. What, oh, the, the Giants oh sorry, are I missed good? that last hour, Fred. Well, the Giants are good? Oh, the Giants are good? No, they're not. I'm uh, see, oh, <laughs> they're not good, Fred. Are you, you know that you know you cry about Dodger injuries every day on this show, Fred. Yeah. Do you realize the Giants have been without their four starting infielders, and they have beaten the Dodgers in the first two out of three games of this series without Brandon Belt, Tommy Lastella, Brandon Crawford, and Evan Longoria. So sorry, the injury excuse doesn't doesn't really float when you're talking about Dodgers Giants. I think this group they have playing the infield now is an upgrade. I think that's the issue. Well, I will say this. The Giants' uh, depth, organizational depth, has been better than the Dodgers this year. Uh, They've signed guys like uh, Lamont Wade Jr., guys like Mike Talkman, their shortstop that's filling in for Brandon Crawford. Uh, Farhan Zaidi has done everything that he did with the Dodgers to bring in under-the-radar guys to provide organizational depth. On the flip side, the Dodgers have had to turn to guys like Luke Rayleigh, DJ Peters, Zach Rex, this guy Billy McKinney. I think he was in Happy Gilmore. I'm not sure. So, you know, there's the difference. <laughs> hey, Fred, you want to tell Dave about your trade uh, situation that you, you want to push through? Oh, Rodney. Can you? How about this, Fred? Just let Rodney tell me because it'll come across a lot more likable. Okay, go ahead, Rodney. You tell him. Uh, Fred thinks he, they they should sell high and trade Cody Bellinger. If it's a pitcher out oh there God. that they can get, they need to they need to get rid of Cody and and bring somebody in. If if he can get into the mix to help them make the trade, Cody, they should let go of him. Well, number one, that preface is completely false sell high on Cody Bellinger, this would be the lowest Cody Bellinger stock has been around baseball. So first and foremost, that just pops his entire trade idea. Popped it. Uh, number two, uh, he, he this guy is still an MVP, still has a lot of potential, is coming off shoulder surgery, a broken leg, hamstring strain, 130 at-bats. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm not trading Cody Bellinger right now. For those reasons, plus 
his stock is at the lowest it ever has been. So I'm not selling low on Cody Bellinger, contrary to Fred's belief that you'd be selling high. Take that, Fred. Well, I think people will look at what he has done. Well, in the past, he had a good playoff last year. That's true. Oh, now you're acknowledging that. No, no. but Because you didn't acknowledge that last last time until Adam brought it up to you. I don't listen to Adam. But anyway, the, the point is this, Dave. You acknowledge yourself. Since his MVP year, the first half of the year, it's not like he's been tearing the cover off the ball. Fair? Fred, I'm the one that presented that to you. Right. Nobody has even thought about that. That's what I'm saying. You were the one that said it. And if that's the case... So trade him. Trade him right away. I'm saying he might be the guy to go if you can get something good in return. I don't, I don't see him hitting 300 again, do you? Ever? Uh, no. No, I don't see that. I don't see that. He's Unless he makes significant adjustments to his swing, and so far he has shown no willingness to do that. Look, Cody Bellinger plays gold glove defense in center field. That's a great value, and you're banking on that he'll get close to where he was the last couple of years once he gets some rhythm to his season. Do I think he's going to be an MVP candidate again this year? No, but I still believe there's a there's a bigger ceiling there than what you're giving him credit for, so... Sorry, I'm not abandoning Cody Bellinger. Okay, well, that's fine, Dave. I'm saying don't be surprised if they trade him. Uh, I'm just saying. You said a lot of things, Fred. Right, I said don't be surprised. I didn't say they were going to trade him tomorrow, but I mean I think that would be the guy at this point if you could get better to look at. All right, Dave, well, thanks for coming out. Oh, Dave's gone. Dave's gone. No, I hung up on Dave inadvertently. You hung up on Dave. Yeah, I hung up Dave- on Dave. Dave, Dave's you, you know back who that now. was. Pick, Where to get the final word? No, get in the pick world. Dave back up. What in the world, Fred? Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Because he didn't agree with your trade? No, that's not the point at all. I'm sorry, uh, Dave. Why, I'm sorry. why would you do that today? I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here. Why did, did you, why did you hang up on me, Fred? That's what I'm saying, Fred. Why did you Fred? hang up on me? I'm not going to sit here and let you do that to my barbecue brother. No, the reason I hung up, honestly, is I was getting ready to do who dis. And I was trying to clear the lines, oh, please. but I made a mistake and I hit Dave. I was thinking a little bit ahead. Well, I'm about to hang up right now on you for All right. that. All right. I mean, that's a ridiculous reason why. It's terrible, Fred. I, I, I don't like. You would that never at all. do that to Ned Coletti. You would never do that to him. That's true. That's a valid point, Dave. Fred, I'm about to throw all right. you. I'm about Glad to throw we you out agree of on window. something, Rodney. Um, Rodney, how about this? We'll try this again next time. Thank and you. Yo, how we'll, about we'll if have you him, just? Yeah, we'll have Fred step out of the room. That would be great. I'm sure Fred will call immediately if the Dodgers win tonight. I'm sure he will call me immediately tomorrow. Dave, why don't you come on tomorrow? Let's just confirm it right now either way. Uh, Fred, I'm not sure I'm available. (laughs) All right, goodbye, Dave. There goes our buddy, David Vassay. Rogan and Rodney Roulette. Who is this guy? This is who I am. Who is this guy? Who this? Who All right, who's ready for a little who this? 866-987-2570. We're going to play who this? First caller, 866-987-2570. You call. Adam will pick you up. You call, we play. That's right. We're going to put you right on the air. You're going to play against uh, Rodney and Ronnie. And the next stop on the Chevy Summer Tour is tomorrow at Brewery X at Anaheim. It starts at 3. Join us live in person or watch the show on YouTube and Facebook and enter now at AM570 LA Sports slash Chevy for your chance to win a Chevy Silverado, the number one selling full-size pickup in California. Details at AM570LASports.com. Okay, this man wants a piece of you. Come on.
Zach in Long Beach, how are you? Come on, Zach. I'm good, boys. How's it going? Great. Awesome. Ronnie, you ready? Good afternoon, Rogan and Rodney. I'm ready. Let's play. I'm a little disappointed in you, Fred, hanging up on our friend Dave. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's terrible. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Fred clicked him real quick. Yeah, he clicked him. I don't know who you think you are, Fred. Well, you know my mistake? You know what it was? My mistake. Oh, Lord. That was your mistake right there. When I looked hey, at the- I meant to ask you guys, what's that from? Who says that? <laughs> yeah, who says that, Fred? My mistake. Who says, who says that? that? And where's that? What is that reference to? What, what happened mistake. in that particular drop? My mistake. There was a mistake made, and it was <laughs> acknowledged by who? By what a, a quote! By a veteran, who the NFL play-by-play guy? Who? Okay. Veteran NFL play-by-play guy. And what did he do? What was the mistake that he's saying? My mistake. My mistake. Yeah. What? What happened, Fred? <laughs> why do you? Why do you have? Because you specifically wanted that drop. You really wanted that, and you wanted to capture that. So what happened? My mistake. Well, by the way, it's very funny. So I was just asking where it's from, but I think yeah, it's right. hilarious. Why are you hesitant? If you listen to AM570, you can figure it out. My mistake. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Zach. Way to push it, baby. Let's <laughs> run it, boys. Oh, let's go. All right, here we go. We're going to play Who Dish. Yell it out when you know it. Good luck to everybody. Uh, I made 14 All-Star teams in my Hall of Fame basketball career. Bill Russell. Nelson, Kareem no! Abdul-Jabbar. How about no? Magic Johnson. Dwayne Wade. No good. No good. Shaquille O'Neal. Nelson, no! Who you got, Zach? Isaiah Thomas. How about Larry no? Bird. Jerry West. It is no good. Michael Jordan. Rodney. Michael Jordan. Rodney. It was Michael Ooh. Jordan. He just hey, Rodney, you. I like how we're on the same page. Yeah, so. baby, okay. yeah. Yeah, Zach. That's a real free-for-all From today, Strong right? Beach. Yeah. Strong Beach. Come on, Beach. My boy, Rodney. Yes. Yes. All right. It is a free-for-all today. Everybody's fired up and ready to go. I was the fourth overall pick in the 2008 NBA draft. Fourth pick. Fourth pick. And the NBA draft in 2008. That's what I'm talking about. That's what you're saying. That's exactly where I'm at. Who is this guy? I've made nine all-star teams and have led the league in scoring twice. Beth Curry. And it is no good. Ooh. James Harden. Russell Westbrook. Kevin Durant. Zach. Russell Westbrook. Bingo. Let it go, Zach. Let's go. <laughs> I like it, Zach. All right. Zach and Rodney each have one. I made six Pro Bowls in my Hall of Fame football career. Eric Dickerson. No, senor. Tom Brady. No uh, good. Ray Lewis. How about new? Peyton Manning. No, not Peyton Manning. Uh, no good. Six. Roger. Six. No. Six. Six. Who is this guy? I led the NFL in receiving yards three times. Randy Moss. No good. Yeah, uh, Jerry Rice. Corey Holt. Michael Irvin. It is no good. Isaac Bruce. How about Tim you? Brown? No, senor. Uh, Chris Carter. No good. Who is this guy? My best seasons in the NFL were with the San Francisco 49ers. Jerry Rice. Jerry- it oh, is no good. Terrell Owens. Correct. Rodney. Yeah. Rodney. Yeah. Tell you what, this is good stuff, Rodney. spirited today. This is tight. This is tight. Feeling it. This is tighter than a... <laughs> Cardi B jumpsuit. Okay. All right. Say. What did she say? Tighter than something? 
than a Cardi B jumpsuit. All right. It is lunchtime. <laughs> it is lunchtime. <laughs> Good point. Yes. Here's the next one. Right. I made 10 all-star teams in my MLB career. Alex Rodriguez. No good. Mariano Rivera. No, senor. Murray Bonds. And it is no Roger good. Roger Clemens. Albert Pohold. How about new? Vlad Guerrero. No, senor. Jimmy Wynn. Good for the toy cannon. No Jimmy good. Wynn. <laughs> Always. Uh, Always. Toy Cannon always makes Roy it. Holiday. Yeah. Roy Holiday. No good. Yo-ha. Who is this guy? No, senor. That's an exclusive, Fred. Greg Maddox. No, not Greg Maddox. I won three World Series titles and one Ser- World Series MVP award. Roger Clemens. How about new? Andy Pettit. Big Poppy. Big Poppy. Zach. 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 Ooh, baby. Zach. Wow, Zach. <laughs> Zach Attack. That's impressive. 04, 07, 2013. Okay. This is our city. <laughs> that is impressive. Is that what Wikipedia 07, says? 2013. What are you suggesting, Ronnie? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Nothing. What do you Awful got? lot of stats there. Ronnie, Awful Ronnie, lot Ronnie, of stats. Don't, don't suggest don't do that, it. I'm a... Don't do that, Ronnie. He's a connoisseur. Let's go. Let's go. And in particular, baseball. He knows Big Poppy. I'm just saying. 2004, 2007, 2013. I knew that. There you go. You big poppy fan. He's just upset because he didn't even say anything. Oh. Come on, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie, get in the game. Bit. You're right. All right. I made five Pro Bowls in my Hall of Fame football career. Eric Dickerson. No, no good. Bo Jackson. How about new? Who you got? Barry Sanders. And it is no good. Who is this guy? Terrell Davis. No good. Shannon Sharp. I won two. Why are you getting frustrated, Fred? Well, I want to give you the next clue. Okay. It might help you. Sergio Depp. (laughs) (laughs) Having the time of his life. (laughs) Okay. I won two Super Bowl titles. Don Elway. And it is no good. Eli Manning. No, 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 no. No, senor! Eli Manning? No good! Peyton Manning. Ben Roethlisberger. It is no good. Yes. Who is this guy? I am. Kurt Warner. I am not Kurt Warner. How about new? I, yes. I am. Yes. In the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor. Troy Aikman. No good. Ooh. No, senor. They won three. You said two. Two. Danny White. You said two. Two. Roger How about new? It is no good. Roger Staubach. Roger Ed Too Tall Jones. And it is no good. Tony Dorsett. No, senor! Who is this Drew guy? Drew Pearson. No, senor! My, another clue. My nickname. Yes. What's the playmaker? Michael Irvin. Done. Michael Irvin. He won Rodney, three. Rodney, he Rodney. won three. He won three. That's why you threw it off, Fred. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Adam, what is he doing? It, it, what? I think he's trying not to throw someone under the bus right now, actually. <laughs> yeah, he is. I don't no, know look that at him. Fred. Look at him. Look at him. He's trying to find a scapegoat right now. All right, now. let's move on. No, I'm what? not. No, no. You know what? Well, sometimes things happen. What are you typing now? Just figure out if I'm right. If he won three? We know he won three. Yes, Fred. What are you doing? He, he was Buffalo a part of all twice. Oh, beat yeah. Pittsburgh. 
Look, I am the quiz master. Fred looks really confused. What, right what now. are you doing the right now? The real question is: the real question is, are we are we canceling that question out, or does? Oh no, I got it. Oh I, no, I got it. Zach, come on. Well, maybe we should cancel it. No, we should not, because you made a mistake. Do we have a ruling here, Fred Rogan? Yeah, you have to make a ruling. You're wor- you're the. Pr- the How many more do we have left? One. No What's the score? Uh, Rodney has three. Zach has two. He just threw that. Once he gave the clue, we got the we got the right answer. I think we got to take it out though. No. Why? I think I got that. I think I. Oh no! You can't take that out. He gave one bad clue that was wrong. But you still got the right answer. I got the right answer, and when you gave another clue. And why did you say two Super Bowls instead of three? Because that's what was written. There you go. There it is. Mm. And there it goes. There, <laughs> he there goes the bus. Under the bus like there speed. There goes the bus. And he backed over him. Yes, he did. I, you know he what? He put it in reverse and he backed over. <laughs> I tried to fight it off. On behalf of Kevin Figures and myself, F you, Fred. <laughs> I tried to fight this off. I did everything I could. Yeah, That's a brand new tread you on your back, too, Adam. I, I, yeah, I sat did. here and I looked confused and I looked yes. around and yes. just tried to make it you go away. easily just kept that moving, kept it moving, and yet you paused. You looked into space, you looked <laughs> bewildered, and as Adam said, you were looking for a scapegoat. I was not. You, I, I, you I put was on just your glasses move on. and binoculars and everything else, and you looked for a scapegoat. I just wanted to move on. Speaking but not of, really, though. It's 3 2 Rodney. <laughs> 3 2 Rodney. You, <laughs> you had to push it, didn't you? You just had to sit here and push it. You had to belabor it until I finally caved. Yeah. <laughs> But I tried. I fought it for a while, Rodney. I started looking at my computer. Yeah, you right? did. You did. Looking around, doing everything I could. You, you stalled. You could I have st- just moved it on, and you didn't. Well, you kept going. All right, here we go. Rodney has three. Zach has two. Ronnie's not okay, on the board. Okay, Fred. Ronnie, where are you, bitch? I'm right here. This is Zach and I are trying to get a sweat in this today. Hey, this, this is a clutch question right now. Come on, we got to get there. Final question. Good luck. I led the NBA... Yes. In assists in 2020. LeBron James. And Rodney wins. Oh. <laughs> Rodney was ready for that one. Yeah, was. Never lost. Yeah, was. LeBron Zach. James. Yeah, was. Yeah, was. Never lost. Hey, guys, have a good rest of the day. Thank you for having me on. God bless. Back at you, Zach. Sad sack of the day. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Ah, uh, there you go. That little sad sack. Who's a sad sack? Fred Rogan? Well, that goes without saying. But Don't you do it. Not who you Don't, think. Okay, no, no, I, no, no, I wouldn't do that. Never do that. I would never do that. Never. You know, you know I would okay. never do that. I know. We're going to bestow it on another closer. Okay. Craig Kimbrell of the Cubs. Can he come into the Dodgers? Well, after this, he shouldn't come to the Dodgers. My God, he gave up a winning double last night to Yadier Molina in the 10th inning as the Cardinals went on to win it 3-2. Kimbrell's having a great year, an all-star, 22 saves, ERA of .51, which, of course, would upset Dodger fans if he came here and gave up one run. <laughs> then that would be the end of that guy. He'll likely be the biggest prize at the trade deadline for anybody looking for help in the bullpen. So, sad sack, Craig Kimbrell. And if you missed Instagram Live with Walker Bueller, you can watch the entire interview on Instagram at AM570LA Sports. It's brought to you by Navian Tankless Water Heaters. 
Navian tankless water heaters with proven performance were efficient and endless hot water. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com.